go to bed. But we're gonna get unblocked. Sometimes you see him out there and he's just fucking asleep. Get a pillow, get a blanket. No, not a fucking dirtbag. Yo, what's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Go to Bed. I'm your co-host, Fiki. Join with my co-host. Fucking Sleepy JP. I'm up with a new one, dude. You used that like two weeks ago. That's all right. I'm, I could use it. I could use it. Use whatever. Everyone's disappointed. No, I'm they're not. Myself. You yeah. are, dude. You're the only person disappointed That's in that. Actually, the only thing I look forward to on this show is you coming up with a name right on the spot. Something JP. Yeah. Because so it doesn't sleepy. fucking click in your brain until it's like three seconds before you're like, oh shit, I gotta come up with something. I could just say <laughs> JP, but then you'd be like, the people wouldn't want to hear that or something, you know? <laughs> That's true, dude. Thank you. Bless you. Let's hear a review, dude. Someone, if you're listening, rate five stars right now for shits and giggles and leave a review. Do we have any new ones? Yeah, dude, we got review of the week. This one's from uh, J Hers OG42. It's titled Death. You guys make me want to drive my car into Walker Lake. Five stars. <laughs> wow. Well, it's not that deep, so you might live. Hey, he's a fucking Hawthorne local, obviously. Yeah. Dude, down there at Walker Lake, he should just drive his fucking car into it. Dude, imagine someone looking at our reviews and going, what, it's all these five stars, but like, you make me want to drive my car into the lake. Yeah, they've been like, getting worse and worse, dude. Now <laughs> so it's just cool. people talking about killing themselves <laughs> instead of how bad the show is. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. It is what it is. I encourage him to do it. Yeah, if it's, if it's a carbureted car, do it. What if it's not? Don't do it. Why? Sell it and then <laughs> give it to you first. And yeah, then trade trucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fresh tires too. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, HarmoniousCBD.com. Use code Go to Bed for ten percent off your entire order at checkout. Yep. And if you order online, they'll deliver it right to you. Right to your foot. Yeah, only if you use Go to Bed podcast. That's right, because they might just leave it at the door without the code. Right, and then someone will fucking take it. You know how they always have the door thieves. Yeah, the ring. You gotta have yeah. a ring doorbell. But if you have, if you use the code, go to bed. Right to your foot. Yeah, and if you have a ring doorbell, you get ten percent off too. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. What else? Go to bedpodcast.com yeah. for everything relating to the show. We got merch on there, links to our PayPal, mm -hmm. Patreon, all that shit. Um, what else do you want to say, dude? Buy a pillow or buy a blanket and email us at go to bedpodcast.com, gmail.com. Dude, why do you say pillow with an E? Typo. Just read that wrong. Yeah, it's like when you always put fucking on your iPhone and changes it to duck. Oh, you got auto corrected. Yeah. Fucking auto corrected the head. Yeah. Duck and A. That's sick, dude. <laughs> All right, we got a special guest. I think this is your third appearance on the show, right? Se uh, second. second. Well, we did a second one, but then we never released it or some shit. Oh, no, no, I've only done one here. I think he's only done one. No, dude, we did two. No. Yeah, I can almost guarantee it. Been here one time. Yeah, I think it's only one time. And we wanted to do a second one. I thought we did. But he was, he's he been censored. Huh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We got Sam Martin back on the show for the second time, apparently. I thought for sure it was fucking three. But um Two and a half. Yeah. All right. What's going on, dude? 
Oh, not much. Just a uh, long day at the track. Went down to Marysville today with my boy. Uh, we went down yesterday, too, so back to back. I'm smoked. Full Dang. moto dad. Full moto dad life. Yep. Putting in those miles. Yeah. Putting in those miles. So you got a new track, too. That's pretty sick here. Yeah, yeah. Friendly. yeah that, I mean, thanks for having me on. And uh, that's kind of, you know, what we want to talk about a little yeah. bit is, you know, I'm tired of driving all these hours to California, but starting next weekend, we are going to be open at uh, Burnley um, 95A. Um, it's the... The, the circle track and the road course that was out there. So we've uh, uh, purchased the the front half, which is a, the circle track and the 200 acres up front. Mm-hmm. We're calling it 95 Motorsports Complex. There you go. You got signs and stuff for them? like Or will they know? They're coming. We're, we're coming. Okay. Yeah. So the back half is 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 that still like the road course back there? Or what? Yeah, it's a, it's a separate owner. Um and um, what I hear is he's going to be repaving it. It's it's kind of deteriorated over the last few years, so it's not really usable. So he, he's investing some money, and then I think the road course is going to be up and going too. So what we're trying to do is kind of team up and make this a motorsports complex, and uh, not even a motorsports complex, an event complex, because you could do so much more mm-hmm. than just motorsports. So. Um, you know, we're we're kind of sticking with what we know first, which is which is moto and the circle track that's there. We're kind of redoing um, the circle track a little bit, um, but for the most part, it's sticking. You know how it used to be uh, with some minor changes, but but the moto side is is all new, and we got one track completed, and um, we're getting ready to build our second track and uh, UTV track. So it's a mix of like the second track is also UTV track. Or? No, no, no. The second track is a, oh. a, a moto track, and then the third track would be a UTV. UTV, and then um, hopefully by May we'll have an amateur supercross track in the infield of the circle track. Oh. We already got you know some infrastructure there, some stands, lights, and you know. That's Do you remember the old Carson track days, yeah. like Wednesday night practices? Uh-huh. That's what we're going for. You know, we want. You know, somewhere to ride under the lights when it's hot. You know, summertime, yeah. um, and so I, th- I think we'll. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we'll have that done around May. We're shooting. F- cool. Yeah, shooting for May on that. It's gonna be that'd be fun. Like to just go out there, even if you're not riding, just to watch people practice on the night. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna have like concessions and stuff? Yeah. Or? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Not this weekend. It's right. just a practice weekend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we will have concessions on the on the motor side and the circle track side pretty soon. Um, Dang, that's gonna be yeah, huge. I've, I've teamed up with um, Daniel Blair. Some of you guys might know him in the moto industry. Um, he works for Feld and owns Eagle Grit and other things. But he uh, he is running and owning the promotion company with me. So he'll be up here full time starting in May. We plan on taking it easy the first few months. Um, you know, pe- people underestimate how much work it is to build a moto track. And all the local people who, you know, I hear it all the time who, you know, talk shit on the the Fernley track. Um, you know, it's not as easy as you think to build a track. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it takes a lot of time, a lot of equipment, 
a lot of labor. And so I kind of have a newfound respect for anybody who runs or owns a track. Um, I think I'm, I'm like two and a half months, almost three months in on this one track. And we're going to be open uh, this next weekend for the first time. We were shooting for March, originally March 1st, but it's come together quicker than, a little quicker than we expected. You know, I, I knew we were you know, in for a huge undertaking, but we're a little bit ahead of schedule, so we're going to sneak in a, a couple practices before. Test it out. So yeah. what's this weekend? Is it Saturday and Sunday? Anyone can go out to practice there? Yep, Saturday, Sunday, anybody um, could come out. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to do um, class practice or or an open practice, you know, separated big bikes, little bikes. It depends on our turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, we're prepared to have a big turnout. If we need to break down by classes, we will. But uh, we're going to kind of play that one by ear, you know? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, that'll be cool. So how did you how'd you find how how did this come about? Like to how'd you find the property or who took like, you know? A buddy of mine was hosting a drift uh drift event on the road course. Oh. And he was talking with the owner of the property. I ended up buying the front half and he said that, you know, he had a friend that might be interested and linked us up and we started talking and the numbers made sense. I've been looking for land for almost two years. Um, it's a lot harder to find the right land um, than you might think. Uh, I've I've searched and I've um, looked at some property in Mound House and Dayton area. And for one reason or another, it, it just wasn't the right land. Um, the road needed too much improvement on the way in or, you know, Water was an issue or or whatever. So when this one um, came up, this property came up, uh, we got a little bit lucky because there was infrastructure already there for the circle track. We already had well. We already had water trucks. We already had, you know, um, generators for power. So we kind of had a, a jump start on, you know, the financial burden it would have been if we started from scratch. Yeah. Just – worked out you know the right timing the right place and awesome awesomely enough the right dirt i went out there i assumed that it was going to be sand like the current you know friendly track that we all you know ride and it's it's not sand at all it's like uh like an alkali clay super sticky and so i thought i was going to have to bring dirt or clay in and turns out i've actually had to bring sand in to mix in with the clay mm. but i think people will be surprised at at the material yeah so like when it's dry are you are you, like on practice there'll be parts where it'll be dry you know you have to rewater and stuff so what is it like dusty or like how's oh we're gonna water like any like just keep it water the whole time yeah like, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we okay. got water trucks we're gonna start watering probably wednesday oh cool what uh, do you know? What happened to? Didn't Wade try to build a track out there on that property like five, maybe longer years ago, and they got it like half built and it never opened. I'm I'm not sure. I know that there was a track probably twenty years ago there. Uh, I've heard. I, I've met a couple people who uh, wrote it, uh, and they said that um, they remember it vaguely because it was so long ago. Uh, Because I was trying to figure out, you know, 
who who rode the track, what it was like, you know, what were the complaints, what were the positive things about it and it was really hard to get any feedback from anybody because it was so long ago yeah so what's um one thing i'm curious about and you don't have to use numbers from your track but just numbers that are are associated with running any type of track like that's why i've always wondered like how gnarly is the insurance to have a track like practice versus race first you know general whatever or like um was it cost for water i guess you guys are on a well but um and like how much does it cost in fuel to like prep the track once it's already built? Because I think that's what a lot of people don't get to. Everyone's always bitching about every track, but then it's like, I don't even understand on some tracks how it's viable unless you have a hundred riders show up every time. I don't know how they make any money. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a numbers guy. So I started digging into the numbers right away and, um, I was surprised by some of the numbers. Some of them were lower than I thought. Some of them were higher than I thought. Um, something that comes to mind is insurance. You know, you assume that it's it's crazy insurance, and it's not. You know, it's it's. I mean, insurance is you know always more than you want to pay. But um, I thought it was pretty reasonable. Uh, you have big upfront costs on equipment. Um, you know that that was a big one, but. Um, I finance some stuff that you know they have really great financing right right now through equipment companies. So that wasn't that wasn't so bad. Um, the land itself, you know, you're paying fair market value basically. You know, so uh, the land, you know, depending on where you're buying the land is determines the cost. And now, inferently, it's 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 pretty reasonable still. It's going up too out there. Huh? Yeah, I, I think Fernley is going to be. Completely different twenty years from now. I think it's going to be one of the fastest growing cities in, in North Nevada. They're getting ready to do development out there for commercial real estate stuff. Um, but no, to get back to cost, it, it it there there are some things that uh, you know are higher cost than I thought, and but we have a really really strong. Uh, base group of riders here. That's what I was most surprised about. Uh, Fernley has always drawn a, a lot of, uh, a lot of riders and, and spectators. Uh, when I go down to the NorCal tracks, uh, it seems like there's a lot less than, than when I go to the Fernley track, you know, and uh, I've, I've been looking at the numbers and what I thought is true. You know, we have, you know, we can have three or 400 race entries up here, Infernally, mm-hmm. which is it's just pretty spectacular, you know, uh, for uh, a weekend, you know, weekend warrior group of, of people. You know, we have a good base. So I, I think we're going to be pretty successful uh, just from our core group of northern Nevada people that ride, you know. And then I think the, the UTV track is something – that's unknown to us. It's I'm not a UTV guy. It's something that I'm, I'm learning, but the more I learn, the the more I I realize how many people have UTVs up here. It's, it's pretty crazy. We did a, I didn't put it on. I wasn't the promoter. Um, another gentleman was the promoter on our land. Um, over veterans day, they did a poker run, which was like UTV and off-road trucks. And they raised $75,000 for veterans in one day. Uh, You know, the, the parking lot was packed, you know, front to back, you know, 
primarily UTV. So I think the UTV market is going to be as strong, if not stronger, than the moto market. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that like takes off even more than the actual track because I don't know of anywhere that you can go ride like a prepped and watered UTV track. But if you go out to Moon Rocks, Chickadee, anywhere, it's fucking packed with UTVs every mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, I'm, I'm the type of person that likes a track where you can go and be competitive, you know, not just cruising the hills. And I, I don't know how that's going to translate, you know. Um, but I think that if we start, you know, we have a grassroots approach and build – you know, the local series, uh, you know, and have a good track and react and give the UTV people what they're looking for, uh, you know, we could do a good job. And that's kind of how the mindset I'm having is I'm going in with, you know, a, a clean blank slate and uh, I'm going to react to how the UTV guys, you know, respond to me and, and make the necessary changes. Mm -hmm. With Moto, I, I have a, a, you know, a better... I feel a better knowledge base of what um, people are looking for, you know, so I, I moving in a direction uh, just from experience on that, which I don't have on the UTV side. So we're going to have to, to learn it and, you know, make changes when necessary. And uh, I, I think it's going to be, you know, as big, if not bigger than the, the moto. Yeah. That'd be huge. One thing that I was thinking about the other day is like, how do you, how do you walk the fine line of like exclusivity and operating a full-time track? Because I think with the current friendly track, they turn out so many riders because it's only open so often. So like when it's open, it's like, you got to go because there's one, there's nothing else to ride. So that's great for you guys too. Anyway, cause you'll only, you'll be the only track open whenever you're open. But, and two, you know, it's only open once every two months or three months or whenever they have a race. So everyone goes. So like, I remember when, uh, when 28 was open all the time, that was also the only track that was open for practice, but sometimes they would have fucking no one there. And then other times it would be packed. And it was, I didn't go there every time it was open because I knew it'd be open tomorrow or next weekend or something like that. So like, how do you, how do you keep drawing that many riders. Cause I have no doubt it'll be fucking packed this weekend. And like for the few, first few races. So like, how do you keep them coming back? Well, you know, uh, unlike the NorCal tracks or some of the SoCal tracks, we're not going to be open every weekend mm -hmm. and maybe it, it down there in time, in the years to come, we may offer that. Uh, but yeah, to your point, you know, people get tired of riding the same track. You know, they're going to want to travel or they're going to want to take weekends off or, or whatever. So I think it's, you know, we got to just uh, find that balance of how much is too much and how much is not enough. Uh, we're not going to be open every weekend. You know, I, uh, with having circle track, UTV, moto, you know, and, and other events there, uh, my goal is to be open every weekend running some event, but it may not be moto. Mm -hmm. um, and so I kind of want to circulate between, you know, different things and to keep people excited when they do come. And I want to work with the Fern, you know, the current Fernley track to make sure we're not, you know, double scheduling things. And uh, because I, I want that track to succeed too. You know, I want, my goal is to build the Northern Nevada, photo scene uh, and 
I don't want to see any track, you know, suffer in this area because we don't have enough of them. We need more tracks. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully down the road, you know, I I would love to, to open up another track somewhere if this is successful, you know. But uh, I, I think there is a balance of being open too much and, and not enough. And that's something that we're going to have to, to learn as, as we go. But we're, you know, we're going to s- start off. Uh, we don't have – our schedule posted yet. Um, and I don't want to uh, say too much on it cause we're still making changes. And, you know, once you release something, you know, pe- people don't like change. Yeah. So, uh, by March 1st, we will have our, our full year schedule out and people will see that, you know, we're not open every weekend, but we're, we're open quite a bit. Sweet. So uh, are you already in talks with like Battleborn for getting a couple of the local rounds there for like fall or something? I have not spoke with them. I, I'm I'm going to go to you know the I, I need to go to the over the hill gang or old timers you know groups and, and speak with them. I've been so busy, uh, you know, trying to get this track open and uh, starting another company as well. So I I just been slammed. Um, but I know I'm going to be conscientious of of their schedule. I'm not sure that they have their schedule out yet. I, I was kind of waiting to see what they um, got. Sweet. Yeah, I was th- I was talking with uh, Adam on the way back from Eastry yesterday, and we were talking about how crazy it is, like, probably back in, like, 2010, 2011 era, when there was, like, two sanctioning bodies for races. They, like, wouldn't work together. This could have been a little bit earlier than that, too. But they would, like, schedule races on top of each other, the, and they would make you pick – which sounds so crazy just cutting each other's throats like like we don't even have fucking tracks to ride let alone you have to pick one you know whichever because people are trying to do both series and then you can only miss so many rounds to be in the points they make you pick like it was crazy back then was that MX West in like Sierra Nevada or something yeah I think I can't remember I know Sierra was one of them but I can't remember if MX West was no more at this time or what but Mm. it was crazy back then we can't afford to do that no no the moto scene in Nevada has died. Well, I don't want to say the moto scene, but the track scene anyways. You know, there was a time when we had, you know, five tracks within an hour probably. Mm-hmm. And now we have one that's open, you know, maybe a, a half a dozen, a dozen times a year. So, right. you know, we can't afford to do that. We got to work with each other. And, you know, like I, like I stated, you know, my goal is to grow the – photo scene in northern nevada mm-hmm. not you know not kill it so yeah. we got to work together yeah did you did you have to work with the city at all or because it was already existing like the land use was already there like it was pretty much a go from the start yeah we are working with the county mm-hmm. uh, but you know there was a lot of stuff in place uh fernley has been awesome thus far to work with my county um uh, there, you know, it's 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 been great out there. They do a lot of cool things for that BMX track too, so I'm sure they'd help out with like grants or some however that works. I just got a call actually last week um, from the old owner uh, that I bought it from, and I guess uh, BMX track might go away, and they were asking for a, a new location and. I would be interested in having it on our land. I said, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, it would be great if we could get it over there. Yeah, one more thing. That's one more thing, and and uh, that's kind of you know what we're trying to do. We want a, a pump track. We want a BMX track. You know, we want uh, dirt jumps. You know, we would love to have a skate park. At, you know, at, at some point. You know, 
Yeah, that'd be cool. You could, you might even be starting like a new generation, like a Woodward. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. Uh, my partner and I, we've been looking into something similar as a Woodward. You know, basically like okay. half, almost like a half trampoline park, half skate park. You know, like yeah. like Woodward and what the cost would be. You know, because. The more events that we can have on this land, the better. You know? Yeah. So it would be like a business within a business, you know. Um, that that's something that could be open seven days a week, rented out for for parties. Right. Yeah. The you know, the sky's really the limit on do with it. Yeah. If kids whatever can. we do, yeah. Whatever we do, we want to do well though. So you know, we're trying not to you know, overextend. You know. Hmm careful to to make sure yeah. we execute on whatever we do that's another fine line too it's like you got too many things going on you can't focus enough to make them great but at the same time it's like that's kind of what you need to do right now where we're at in the scene and like how many riders we have because i think that's why it's like crazy to me that people can't even open a track for a million reasons but then once they do they fail because it's like a one-trick pony where i think that will really help you guys having other events come just not just motocross practice on one track and that's it. Yeah. That, that's something that when getting into this, you know, I had you know, to be, for it to make sense, we had to do more than one thing. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm careful when budgeting and I know that I can operate this facility on moto only. I know that that will pay for everything. Cause that's what I know. And so I, I wanted to know that I could focus on one thing and it be sustainable for you know a long period of time, not something that comes and goes. You know we can't we can't afford to have that you know up here. We we need a stable track that's open you know pretty regularly. Yeah. Have you been able to ride it? I haven't rode it, but uh, my son and, and tested it. Yeah. How 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 was their reaction? And like, what's the lap time like? Do you know or did? Yeah. You know? Um. For you know, like a a good vet rider, um, it was like a minute fifty. Oh, cool. That's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we made a few changes since then. I think it'll be a little bit longer. A couple of obstacles. Um, uh, it's not a crazy fast track. It's um, I would say moderate speed even you know we, we have a balance of low speed corners a couple higher speed corners we have some big bowl turns we have some flat corners uh, we got a little bit of everything what so like if you could describe the layout i know this might sound lame but for someone out there who's driving right now i just want to picture the layout like you got doubles and tables or how, what are some of the obstacles you know we we don't have a single double Oh, nice. And we we wanted to be uh, a little bit careful. Uh, to, we want to make it safe, but we want to make it fun. And so, you know, we have some step-ups and, and tables, step-on, step-off, you know. Uh, we have an awesome, uh, like, dragons back into a roller section. That's nice. pretty rad, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. We've gotten a, a chance to till up some of the clay, and it's – I'm really excited uh, to see, you know, fully prepped, you know, what it, what it looks like. We got 60,000 pounds of rice hole coming in this week. What's that? Uh, it's like a byproduct of rice, I believe, you know. It's huh. uh, something they use in the NorCal tracks. Oh. Uh, you know, help, you know, the clay is so dense right now. We need to, like, 
aerate it. Um, you know, we need it. We want that loam. You know, we want it to be sticky enough where it, it'll rut up, but we would we don't want it. Uh, so sticky and dense where it goes hard pack and like blue groove immediately. So, you know, we're trying to find that balance of like how much sand we mix in, how much rice hole. How do you mix that in? Do you just dump it and till it at the same time? Yeah. We got a Machio uh, vertical tiller. That's awesome. That's something that I like a lot of workout tracks don't have for for some reason, but a lot of the Midwest East coast tracks have it. So I kind of saw, um, you know how they prep their tracks and bought some similar equipment. So we we definitely went out all out on the equipment side, yeah. and uh, you know got good stuff. Like I, I mean, I've never prepped the Fernley track, but you know they go out there with a blade and a and a loader, and I don't I don't know why they do that, but you know we we got a a dozer and you know farm tractor with a tiller and a skid steer and well uh-huh. you know we kind of have a little bit of everything, yeah. So I remember like 28, like changed the track a few times. Like that kept it cool. Do you plan on ever like, like I always thought like, oh, every month if they changed from this corner to this corner straight away, the next month, the next corner, corner. So it's not too much gas and stuff. Like, would that be hard to do? Like, Uh, I think it's, 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 it it is time consuming to build a track. So if you were going to like, level it and start over, you know, that's That'd not crazy. Yeah. That's not like feasible. But, um, one of the things that we're doing is, um, we have one track completed. Now we're going to start on our second moto track and not everybody likes the same type of prep. You know, there's vet riders who don't like, f- you know, foot deep ruts or, right. or there's people who don't love hard pack. So, uh, we want, we want to have two tracks and, uh, prep them differently, you know. So track one, uh, one weekend might, you know, be deep prep, real wet, you know, at the beginning. And the track two might have like a two-inch deep, you know, tilling and a little less water. And then the following weekend that we're open, swap it. Like track two will be right. deep. Track one will be a little bit more mellow to give people, you know, some variety. In. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and and – like me being a mini dad, like I hate going to tracks and paying the same amount and, and we only get 20 minutes of practice and big bikes get 40 minutes of practice, you know? So that's something like I definitely want to change where if we have two tracks, we can have little bikes on one track for 30 minutes, big bikes on, on the other oh, track swap. And, and swap and that way you could ride all day. That's sick. Yeah. It's kind of like an open practice then. You're yeah, like, oh, just this one's closed, but this one's open. So fuck it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Super cool. That's a good idea. So are you going to have, like, one track more advanced jumps or kind of similar where there's, like, not a double? Or no, nothing? I want two main tracks. I want, like, two good tracks. I don't want a vet track and a main track. I want two really good tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that would be kind of lame if it was, like, a vet track, but it was, like, prep gnarly. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? anyone that would be interested in the gnarly prep wouldn't want to ride that track. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it grows out there. I think you're right that it's going to be totally different in 20 years. Where I think we'll have a lot of people moving here, and it's just going to grow and grow, and hopefully some riders come with them. Yeah, well, it's it's crazy, just you know, USA Parkway, what that's done to, yeah, Reno Sparks, you know, and Fernley, you know, and if they develop, you know, how they say they're going to develop out in Fernley, it's only going to get crazier. Hopefully, you know, they can keep up with the infrastructure, you know, grow it at a rate, you know, it's sustainable. Yeah. 
Uh, it doesn't seem like it wouldn't be a bad spot because Lahontan's right there. It's a cool lake. Reno's right here. Yeah. So. I know I talk about Silver Springs like that all the time. Like, dude, if this place wasn't full of fucking tweakers, it would be sick because there's so much BLM <laughs> around. It's right next to Lahontan. Yeah. Like, we just need to – the prices don't support it, but instead of putting new mobile homes out there and you start building more houses and – and just fucking have you seen what they've done city. to silver like they're you know that roundabout where you go towards fernley they've redone the road like leading up to it you know yeah there's a roundabout mm-hmm. say parkway i didn't even know that was there until i started going up the track you go through dayton now uh, there i was going through dayton at first from carson and i timed it it was faster going through reno actually wow yeah, with the construction and everything yeah. hmm. damn that's yeah. crazy. Are you going to stay in Carson or are you moving out to Friendly? No, I'm not moving out to Friendly. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not moving out there. Yeah. yeah. I think Friendly's been like the number one city for growth like the last five years in a row or something. Has It, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be so cool, though. I can't Fernley's wait. Friendly's not too bad. Like Daniel, he's excited to move to Friendly. Yeah. Opportunity you know, to move to Reno. Wants to go to Friendly, you know. A lot of people like that small town. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. country living kind of, you know. So what's your job roles, you and Daniel, in the promotions company? Uh, we're just 50-50, you know, uh, owners on the promotion company. I have another partner on the, the land side. Okay, I was going to ask you if it's two separate things. Yeah, it's two okay. two separate businesses, you know. The promotion company will be running all the events, all the practices, races, any special events, you know. Mm. So they'll all run through the. That'll be cool, and he'll probably be able to promote it on his podcast a lot and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll promote it well. And uh, you know, I needed, I wanted to team up with somebody who had like a voice in the industry, and he does. You know, yeah. because we we want to have some big races there. You know, we mm-hmm. with our thoughts of having a amateur supercross track in the infield of the circle track. We would love to do a West Coast Minios. It's kind of something that's on our mind. West Coast, we don't have like huge, huge like national amateur events. So you got Free Snow, that's that's big. Minios is big. Loretta, Mammoth, I think is probably the biggest one we have over here. Mm-hmm. And so we need some. Yeah. So you would have like a supercross one? Or? Yeah, yeah. So like first half of the week would be supercross, or second half would be motocross, or vice versa. Right. So that's kind of how many O's is in Florida. It's uh, a really rad event. That's cool. That'd be cool hey. to do the night races in the summer. There have like a triple crown. Like since no one does arena cross anymore, fuck those were so fun back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, like unlike arena cross, that's four lanes or whatever. You know. Infield of the circle track is big. We can have a full super cross track in there. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And the the futures, like what's going on today, I've been on my phone all day, you know, watching A2 futures. You know, it's it's growing quickly. Like super cross is the future. And for so many years, you know, these, these moto guys, they've raced their whole amateur careers on motocross. And then all of a sudden, like, they get, what, three months to prep when they turn pro to to race supercross which is almost like a different sport you know mm-hmm. so i think that's a big push in amateur racing is the supercross i think there's one or two amateur supercross tracks in 
SoCal area, but there's nothing in NorCal. Definitely nothing you know, right here by us. So yeah. it, it, it'll be cool to have that. That will be cool. Yeah. I mean, even back in the late 2000s, it was like insane for a track to have like a actual supercross track, like one milestone put it in or like race town. Yeah. Comp edge. It was like, oh shit, that's sick. But there was not, you couldn't ride it unless you had your pro card. Yeah. I think there is some insurance stuff on, on a pro supercross track, not an amateur supercross track, but a, like a legit pro pro track i think there is some differences i know it's more expensive like the la tracks or i think Hemet's the only one like public track that's open now but it's like 85 or 90 dollars to go practice a day okay. you gotta have your pro card yeah it's wild why do you think um you know with so many i've heard of so many people trying to start tracks around here and like no one's been able to pull it off in the past like fucking 10 years it seems like why do you think that is because it Besides a bunch of reasons, but I mean, you go to SoCal and like whatever Star West is called now is like literally right fucking next to houses. And like we have so much land here. It's like, what the fuck's the deal? Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's more difficult to find the right land than you think, yeah. you know, because you have to have quite a bit of it and you don't want to buy land that's right up against houses or something because you're asking for a fight, you know, and those tracks that have been around forever. I think they probably get away with, but even Milestone just closed down. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been there for long. You know, and from the noise, I I don't know. Well, I don't think so because it's in like an industrial area. Yes, it's probably not that. I don't know why I haven't read anything about it, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, you have to have a lot of land, which is expensive. You have to have one or multiple wells, which is an unknown cost. You know, it, it could be pretty expensive. You got to have power of some sort, whether it be city power or generators. Generators are, you know, big generators are expensive. There's just a lot of cost. You know, equipment. You could be, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars in an equipment. You know, you you know, there's just you know a ton of costs to to build a, a track. You know, we're definitely in it. It's, it's not like we you know put twenty grand together. You know starting this track you know it's it's uh definitely uh, an investment mm -hmm. so how do you go about finding flaggers and stuff well uh, i'm trying to start a non-profit organization right now actually i'm looking for free flaggers mm -hmm. so uh i i talked to uh juvenile probation in carson actually but <laughs> um, Hell yeah. i gotta i actually uh gotta work with uh you know, county we're in so I'm going to be reaching out to uh, friendly probation and and trying to get some juvenile kids who have hours that they got to work off. Because you know, like my experience, almost everywhere you go, it seems like everybody complains about the flaggers. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but I think you know we can teach some you know kids how to do it and probably do pretty well under the right leadership and. Uh, Another thing we're we're looking at doing is uh, lighting, uh, you know, like safety lights and supercross. Oh, like over triples and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, I've I've been putting some numbers together and seeing what it would cost to do all the big jumps. You know, yeah. You know, we want a fun but safe track. You know, yeah. like safety is number one. You know, uh, it's already such a dangerous sport. We don't need to make it any more dangerous by stupidity or mistakes, human error, you know. So we, we gotta 
I hate saying dummy proof, but like we got to make it done dummy proof mm -hmm. as best as we can. And lighting and, and adequate number of flaggers and mm -hmm. um, prepping the track properly and like that, you know, is, is important to us. Yeah. They used to do that shit back in the day at Fernley. I remember. Remember they had the, all those kids yeah. that would show up in the van. They would all wear maroon shirts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. I forget what uh, what that program was called, but that that used to be the flaggers at every single race out there. Yeah, Stead too. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah, it was a gray gray shirt with the maroon collar. Yeah, that was it. Hey, I got a question for you, JP. Yeah. Any Kleenex around here? Uh, like I got the what is jersey? I was about to use Conway's jersey. Yeah, it's the same thing. Use this one too. I don't know. <laughs> For real though, do we got some? Yeah, all congested. I know the paper towels right around the corner. I grab one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there it's empty. No, I filled it. Oh, okay, okay. I'm on it, dude. Okay. I got a huge thing of fucking toilet paper today too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I looked at Costco's thing and it's fucking. Fourteen seventy seven for Charmin or fourteen forty nine for Kirkland Charmin. Same thing. They looked I was like, Oh, it's the same print. Yeah. But it was like a couple cents cheaper. Isn't so you went with the name brand, huh? I went with the Kirkland. Oh, you went with the Kirkland? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was gonna it was say a couple cents didn't cheaper. fucking cheap out for the cents. I did I yeah. did, yeah. Well it was the same thing. So I didn't do stay humble to your roots. I will. Stay rooted in your roots. I will, dude. Thank you. You're, no, thank you. <clears throat> Are you going to ride the track this weekend? Yeah, are you? Nah. Let's go, no, just kidding, man. It'll be sick. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be there. You guys should go. Fucking... What time is practice, Sam? 9 to 2? 9 to 2. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be some... Gates are going to open at 7. Okay. They're open early. Get people This weekend, yeah. We don't know how many people are coming. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we want to err on the side of the caution and have enough time before practice starts. Do you have like an address like like for people that might be listening in Sacramento? Like, what do they just search ninety five A? Yeah, look at ninety five A uh, Raceway. Okay. Yeah, the address is is. Oh, okay. So this is uh, January twenty fifth and twenty sixth, nine to two. And what's the what's the Instagram again? It is uh, ninety five Motorsports Complex. Sweet. So you can go follow them on Instagram, and then there'll be. I'm sure you guys will post it on there yeah. and everything. We were, you know, waiting till the last minute because I've been looking at the weather. I was waiting till the 10 day forecast came in and gave it a couple extra days, you know, to make yeah. sure that you know decent weather before we, you know, called for a practice and we had like a snowstorm or something, you know. Yeah, just yeah. the luck. And, and yeah, and I didn't want to like promote too early, but you know, I don't know how many people we're gonna have, but I know if we start promoting, you know. Weeks ago, we could have over 400 entries, you know. So, right. you know, this is our first first event there, first practice. Um, so I would be bumped if we had, you know, 150 people, you know. Like, right. it, it, you know, it's nice to get your feet wet with a you know, amount that's, you know, easy to manage. But if we have 400, bring it, you know. Like, right. we'll, you'll, you know, quick learners and yeah. we'll learn from our mistakes and, you know make necessary changes for the next practice, you know? Yeah. That's that's kind of what this practice is about, uh, is, you know, what what worked, what didn't work, what changes can we make to make it better? I'm going to be looking for rider feedback, you know, parent you know, feedback from, from the moto dads and moms of, of what they liked and didn't like. Uh -huh. 
I'm open. About dogs. Leash only? Leash. Yeah. Leash, just we don't want some fucking dog running in the track. Yeah, we yet. don't want to be responsible for a dog right. getting killed or or a rider getting hurt. You know, yeah, first gear in the pits only, kids. I was just gonna say you should <laughs> set something up for people to like, like an online suggestion box or something where people can like submit what they really think yeah. without like feeling talking shit. You know, DM us. Yeah, oh, they on go. our Instagram. Any any uh, feedback is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be people out there who have crazy expectations and you could never please them. Yeah. You know, um, and and while we're talking about it, you know, pricing is going to be $35 for a rider, $10 for a spectator. Uh, you know, we, everybody's been asking me about price and we just had to go with something that we thought was fair and also, you know, gives us a return that we can really invest back into the, the track, you mm-hmm. know. Um we we have to make enough money not just to be you know keep the doors open but reinvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when two tracks are open, will it still be thirty five? And for two, you think or it's it, um, to be determined, right? You know, um, I, I don't. We don't have a second track yet, you know. Okay. And so when, when we do, I think we will by March first, you know, or shortly after. Uh, what I think is fair is you know forty and ten. Uh, if you get to ride all day long. You know, we we went yeah. and paid thirty and five today, five for spectator, thirty to ride, and you know we got twenty minutes of riding and then forty minutes of sitting around. Right, right. You know, but if you can ride, if you can ride all day long, that's sick. Yeah, on, on well prepped and and maintained tracks. You know, it's something that I think is reasonable. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. Do you guys know what it costs to like when you go to you know race town or? Town or like a two, big local, a two, big track. Like it's usually Paula. thirty or five or 30, <laughs> thirty-five. I think it's five pretty, or, yeah. or forty and ten. Depend, you know, SoCal. Mm. Some tracks, you know, it depends yeah, where dude. you go. I remember back in the day, is it still like this? Because I haven't been to SoCal forever. They used to make you ha- buy memberships and shit to a lot of the tracks. Yeah, and they would. You would have to buy if you're out of state. They would cut you a deal for like a day pass, but they would charge you for a fucking day pass and the cost of practice so sometimes like at paula it was like 60 bucks to ride one time because i didn't have a membership yeah um i haven't i haven't been down there in a little while i i know you could do day pass at paula i never got a membership when we were down there yeah yeah i think back then it was 20 was like the baseline for practice almost everywhere 20 25 but now it's like everywhere's 30 basically Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, between 30 and 40 everywhere we go Yeah. yeah Can't fucking please everyone, dude. That's no. what sucks. And everyone always bitches no matter what. But it's also subjective, too. You know, even if the track is good, like, I like hard pack shit more than sand. So, like, even if Fernley's fucking legit, I would still rather ride a place like what 28 was yeah. than go to Fernley. So, again, yeah, we're definitely more like that than, than Fernley. Yeah. Um, that's nice because you know I'm sure like you a lot of people will just be expecting it to be another Fernley yeah. another sand track same shit same bumps you know it's definitely different you know it's very unique and, and the material that we have you know I was you know, surprised with with the base material we've brought like sand in and you know some organics to help out but uh, our base is definitely different than Fernley and like I'm not shitting on Fernley. I like there's things that I I think Fernley could be a great track. You know, 
Like mm-hmm. it has everything it needs, you know, to make it a great track. It just, you know, just needs to be prepped a little different, built mm-hmm. a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in the day, like when I was in the 60s, like when, when Harvey and like those guys were in their prime around here. The tracks were sick. They were like big jumps. They could throw fat whips over. And like when Shogren was hitting jumps at Stead and stuff, it was like, oh, these this guy's fucking able to throw. But now you go to Friendly, it's like you got to be fifth gear pin to clear this table. <laughs> yeah, and just fucking pick a bump. You go like two feet high and like yeah. 70 feet long. Yeah. And you're hitting yeah. like no kicker. Yeah. Oh, they have bumps. like waves in some of the lips. You know? Yeah. You got right. like a fat bump. Yeah, you're jumping off of halfway down the lip. Yeah. 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 What the heck? Is that well, from even, the riders or is that from the track? It's the sand, the way it develops, because uh, they don't like build it like that, you know, but it just gets all whooped out at the top. But my theory I, is is the height, the jump height, you know, six feet tall. Where mm-hmm. if you you if you look at Zeb's tracks, you know, and he does a great job, uh, his jumps are all taller. Mm-hmm. Ten, twelve feet tall, and you know. People may think, oh, well, that's way more dangerous, you know, but it's not because your landing is also 10, 12 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have more time on the face of the jump and you're coasting off the face rather than like blipping the throttle at the end, mm-hmm. you know, going nose down. Right. Yeah. And a lot of those tracks like have nice options, the big ones, where it's like, kind of a table but they give you an option to double into the middle of the table or you can send the whole thing or like the big jumps in socal are the same way like the big ass 150 foot step up that they had at racetown i don't know if they still have it but it's like a fucking 80 foot safety deck basically and you cannot you wouldn't be able to overshoot it because the landing is so long like that shit's fun because you can just like get comfortable jumping big shit at high speeds but you're not gonna die yep and that's something that we've Kept in mind and built, you know, stuff that you could, you know, step on or all the way over, you know, mm. build up your confidence first, you know, get to know the track and then send it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I was thinking like um, when there's like big, big tables and stuff like that, what am I trying to, um, like the people who don't know how to jump, like you're saying they can or follow someone easier. Because they might oh let off and still clear mm-hmm. it, but um, yeah. You don't want like a seventy foot double? Are you sure? No way, dude. That was better. Like with the pros or somewhere, they're like, yeah, they. they what can about you back it. on fifties? I heard that you were pretty good back on fifties around here. I was pretty good on fifties and sixties. Yeah, that's Shogren. He he didn't beat me on fifties. Did you? Did you get a title on sixties? Oh three. Oh three. Yeah, yeah that's fresh right. off of fifties. Yeah, got my roots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. You dude. still got that jacket? Did you get a jacket? Yeah, I got the jacket right over there under that TV. It looks like a fucking baseball shirt when he puts he it on. He still wears it, though. Yeah, I he might. Does. He yeah. still wears it. <laughs> I might bring it out this weekend and people go. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you want to see the 03 champ represent. ride Fernley again? Let's go. That's I got I'm... a 65 for you if you want to bring back some old <laughs> memories. <laughs> oh, they all break an ankle or something on that bike, dude. We'll blow out the bottom end. Yeah. 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 That Yamaha yeah. one, right? Dude, those things are fast, even with. One of us big guys on it, dude. It's crazy. They're pretty sweet looking. Yeah. They look like big bikes. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Are you riding these days or what? Here and there, yeah. I'll, I'll what ride. do you got now? I still got the 420 machine, dude. Oh, the 420. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, is it's that a, a Honda? Yeah, it's a Honda, like 268. 
It's bored out. Well, it's bored out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's had some work done by the cartel. By the cartel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So Probably not that reliable then, huh? No, it's reli- It's pretty reliable, and it, it has some bottom end for sure. So you'll see this weekend, dude. I'm fucking, it kind of sounds like a What kind of gear are you running? Whatever people give me. Whatever you do, yeah. are you wearing mismatching like yeah. different no, bottoms and tops? I wear a Conway jersey, one of one of these. You wear one. Of, you take it. Take, it's it's. You I take it straight one. off the table. Yeah, I might, but I have one. I, I keep with me. That's a good one. Conway, are we gonna get that guy out here? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he he'll probably yeah. come. He's been yeah. right a lot. Yeah, get him out. Heck yeah. He had some bike issues this weekend. What what happened? His bike was like cutting out on the top. And he thought it was a fuel filter, so he changed that last night. But he said it was still bad today. Carburetor, fuel injected, fuel injected. Fuck. And if he was back on the old carburetor bike, you know, <laughs> he wants to get a two fifty now. Two, yeah, yeah. like two, a four stroke or two yeah. stroke. He's two fifty. Uh, four stroke. He's four got, stroke. He has a two fifty two stroke. He could ride. Isn't it, it cool how everybody has gone back to two stroke? A lot of people have gone back to two strokes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bummer that like the OEMs have. Other than what, like KTM and and Yamaha, Yamaha, yeah, you know, but I, you know, like there's a huge market for them. You know, people like them. You know, they're easy to make. Anybody can pretty much maintain it if you're mechanically inclined. Mm-hmm. You can do a top end or whatever. Like, you yeah. can't be taking a, a part of four stroke unless you kind of know what you're doing. You know, and it's like ten thousand dollars too. So you don't <laughs> want to be out there with your, yeah. you know. Cobalt tool setup, JP, right? right Taking right. a part of a brand new 450, whereas a two stroke, you know, you can. Arbor freighted get part. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude, they're fucking expensive now, too. The used two strokes are like through the roof, dude. Like four grand for a 250. They're really? like two grand. They're getting harder to find, huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck, dude. The last year was 07 for a lot of them. Been 13 years already. wonder how much better, like Yamaha, like if they're like, wow, we sold like. Like eight, like our four strokes were this sales, and they were only twenty percent below. You know, like I bet they're way, way below, but um, they're not putting any money into R and D for them like they are with the four strokes. So it's just like, yeah, might as well. If people keep buying them, never update it. Hardly. (laughs) I would love to know like KTM or Husky's numbers on their two stroke because I bet I bet you it's stronger. People think. Yeah, especially with the off road models, because tons of guys use those three hundreds in the off road world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four, I don't know. Four fifties are like too much for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's just too much. They're so fast now. New, like you get a brand new four fifty. I mean, were you there when I weeded it? Uh, uh, Johnson Lane. Uh-uh. They're too. There's too much, man. Really? Rip, yeah, rip my hands right off, dude. I oh was. My God. I got tied up in the back wheel somehow. Oh yeah, I just had to let like, it go. Saw you the next I had, day or I had to let it go. It's too much for me, man. <laughs> oh, you yeah. you sold that? Bike? No, I still oh. actually. Uh, Aaron Simino was riding it yesterday oh, really? at the Supercross. He, oh yeah, so I he got weed, hurt. Huh? He weeded it. Yeah. Oh. Bike's so, all right. He's not. It will happen. I I don't exactly know how it happened, but I think he hurt his knee. So he's riding four fifty, huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because you know the the two fifty is people you know might think like since it's the beginner class per se you know but the bikes are so expensive because to build a 250 like a 450 you know aaron you know has a couple bolt-ons on my bike it could go out there and qualify but like a 250 you got to build that thing dude like be remotely close you know was he has he made he hasn't made a night show yet has he or 
he, he tried at A1 and missed it on setup a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, some things were a little off yeah. yesterday. So. Does he live here still? Been down in SoCal. Oh. Living down there? Yeah. Oh. That's cool. Living the dream. Yeah. There. He made a couple right. night shows last year, didn't he? Yeah. On 250? I think he made like half the ones he tried or more than half. Yeah, yeah I remember that's pretty he, good. Didn't he yeah, almost pretty good. win an LCQ or something? It, like uh, the competition is so fierce this year. Yeah. Both you know, both class but especially like the four fifty class. It is deep, huh? Yeah, what do you think yeah. about that race last night? Did you guys Sick. watch it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what what do you think about Ferrandis and Craig? Uh I don't know, dude. Yeah. I like I, think- I, I don't know how the AMA makes the calls for that shit because if you think we were talking after the race, like you think back a couple of years ago when Osborne won the title and just cleaned out our favorite rider, Savachi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a Sleepy, similar thing. Sleepy Savachi? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He fucking went to bed permanently after that. Yeah. But yeah, it was but he didn't get docked for that and he got he fucking cleaned his ass out and everyone was pumped on it was because the they were like, Yeah. Because and, they and they like they like Osborne. You know? So no one really likes and, Ferrandis or And everybody like loves Craig. Yeah, mm-hmm. he cleans him out and everyone's like, Fuck you. I thought it was pretty dirty, like no matter which way you look mm-hmm. at it, like he didn't really attempt to slow down and just fucking went for it. Yeah. But I don't know. But, I, I don't want to make that call on what to do. But what, yeah, what if uh, Lawrence, you know, got passed by Ferrandis and then he's the one that cleaned Ferrandis out for the win? You think people would be an uproar like they are right now? No Fuck way, no. dude. They Fuck would no. be loving that kid, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, he already made so many fans in the and last he, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I've been t- telling, you know, people for over a year. I've seen him on the amateur scene for a little over a year. And, you know, I've been telling people, like, this kid is legit. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, he surprised the shit out of me even in the last couple of weeks. I thought yes, it, would, it was crazy. I thought it would take him, you know, a year, you know. I thought there would be top tens, maybe creeping in for a top five and, you know, 16 years old. But, like, he is a gamer, dude. He just rose to the occasion and made Fuck. a name for himself. That was you know? crazy once he, like, went down and was still in the lead, how many mistakes he was making. I was oh, like, man. dude, imagine that fucking pressure just trying to regroup after that. And, like, he just mod- wants to win, like, more than anyone listening to this has ever wanted anything in their life. And he's just fucking out there fucking up. He was whiskey yeah. wobbling for sure. But he reeled it in after the next lap. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got Which it back Which crazy. Yeah. yeah, that was gnarly. That nose willy for fucking 40 feet was Oh, sweet, my goodness, dude. yeah. Sucks he broke his collarbone. Oh, I so thought he broke his wrist when he went some down. Axel Hodges stuff right there. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Axel's like, yeah, I could have pulled that off, honestly. Yeah, he would have rolled it to that next jump and did a little front flip, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. wheelie out the, into the berm right into Francis's fucking head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but remember like a few years ago when Craig took out Alex Martin in like practice? Where he like knocked him off and like mm-hmm. he like broke something, right? Yeah, I think so. So it's like, yeah, the shit happens sometimes. Shit happens, but it's yeah. like sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it isn't. That's the thing. Yeah, Ferrandis yeah. is a dirty rider, though. Everyone likes knows that kind of. You know, he's not gonna. He always runs people deep or like touches them. Like, what if he like thinks they did like oh fork like he's like oh Forkner cut me off, made me lose positions, but like duh, that's a fucking start. You know, and then he like hits Forkner. Fuck, I don't know. I can't talk too much shit because I don't know how I would be out there. Like, if that was my job and I'm racing for money and you're paid to win, yeah, fifty five, sixty thousand dollars bonus yeah. on the line. 
fuck taking yeah. that guy out for mm-hmm. sure. Actually, you know, right. like I'll take some booze. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, they were booing hard they on the podium. Booing. Oh my dude. goodness, those were yeah. some fierce booze. Yeah, crazy. That was crazy, but yeah, I don't know. When you have a history of it, it's hard to say. But like I said, I think it's more about just the perception of the rider. Like, and it doesn't help that he's not from here. That's yeah. the thing. That's I was reading his comments. He turned them off for his post, but the ones. He didn't turn him off for like his last post and people were just blasting him, go home and all this shit. But like, <laughs> see, when, I don't like that. I don't dude. like that. I don't like yeah, that. I don't like go but home, when, but... when J-Law was fucking being dirty, he had like some people absolutely hated him, but then there was a whole group that absolutely loved him and it was similar shit, but just cause he's from here or cause Ferrandis isn't from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. It has anything to do with where he's from, you know, like I respect the dude for packing up him you know his his life and moving here and yeah. going to chase his dream you know mm-hmm. i have nothing but respect for that and you know he was a little bit aggressive all that you know i i think i mean he went down too so it's not like he cleaned the dude out and just like took off you mm-hmm. know he definitely you know got up and going way quicker but gotta remember like the guy isn't he's trying to win so if he ends up on the ground not helping his cause any right so you know he that's not what he was going for Mm -hmm. yeah i don't yeah it's and it's way different when you're out there too yeah you know what what he sees like his field of view is a lot different than what we're seeing on tv yeah so but they were both just fucking going for it yeah i think probably craig thought he was gonna back off and he thought craig was gonna check up because he was right there so yeah people are in uproar but I mean, look how exciting that race was. Would you rather have a boring race, you know, or no, that? No. I'll take that any day. I yeah, want yeah, the controversy. Yeah. I want yeah. the, you know, the, the crazy the finish, feuds. the feuds, you know. That's mm-hmm. what we need in the sport, to grow yeah. the sport. You like know, Cooper it has to be a little bit controversial, you know. Mm-hmm. So what about that 450 race? What's your, give me your breakdown on that. What do you think, JP? I thought it was cool. I wish, like, Webb or... Osborne could like get up there with Tomac. And Your Roxy. web guy. Your web guy. Yeah, I like Web. I like them all, but if I could choose favorite, I'd probably choose like Anderson or oh, Moosecan. Do you like Moosecan? I don't really like Moosecan. <laughs> Is it because he's French? It's kind of because he's French and because he like <laughs> his interviews, his interviews and his writing does like, not stop talking. He's stop. not cool. He doesn't seem like he's just weird in how he had like team tactics and shit with Dungey that year, like. Dude, race to win, dude. You know? What about Sleepy Savachi? I, okay. right. <laughs> I hate him, I hate Savachi, dude. And yeah, no matter how out. good he is. Tomac, I was looking at lap times, man. Lap like 5 through 13, he was on another level. He was yeah. like 52 out of 50. He was at the 52s for five or six laps straight. Crazy. Yeah, he was second, second and a half lap faster than anybody. Just when he goes off like that there's nobody in the world who could beat him right you know he'll probably win like the next three races and then you know get a solid 12th right and yeah, that's why bring everybody else, back I hope someone else wins next week so we can see but how you he see, recovers Tomek wasn't boring yesterday he was a little bit excited he showed some he sort of excited. emotion he was like he, he was like yeah, yeah you know like I figured it out the whoops kind of sucked so like it was he wasn't yeah. boring that's yeah, why I like Tomek a little bit bigger the reason is the last night where he just clicks and Crazy shit. Beast mode. Uh, beast mode. And then I wish he would fucking, 
I wish they would claim it over the triple more. Like last lap, like fucking do something for the crank fans. It, crank it. Yeah. That was sick when Barsha cranked that shit in A1. Yeah, and yeah. Leg off did the one-hander to the fans like mm-hmm. before the finish. I'm like, that's OG shit, dude. See, like, I'm an a- AC fan. And same. He kind of let me down a little bit yesterday, <laughs> yeah. you know. But can't okay. win them all. Right. Can't yeah. put them all. You know, he... He's, he's gonna win something. He's gonna win something. Yeah, he was off. I heard that. You know, maybe they tried some bike setup changes this week, and he maybe missed. You know, I kind of thought that it was an excuse with Roxon. You know, a couple weeks ago, you know, he said his suspension was too stiff after was it a one. No, then it comes out and gets a win, and maybe it's not an excuse. Maybe it's just a click or two or mm-hmm. shimmer to change. And that's the difference. You know, everybody's so close. So like, you gotta be odd, you know? Right. It has to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I want AC. If I could pick anyone to win the championship, I'd pick AC just cause it'd be a cool. Story. He's a cool, cool guy. That or Roxanne would be cool to win. Roxanne would be you know? a cool yeah. story too. Yeah. Roxanne would be cool. For some reason I don't have like the compassion heartfelt. Oh, for Roxanne, like everyone else has. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you haven't fucking thought about it, dude. I I just like that dude signed to Fox for life. Like he could do whatever he wants, you know. I just want like a champion. I think it's cool that there's been mm-hmm. three different champions in three years. So, you know, it'd be cool. Four. Yeah. If Tomac wins, it'll be very anticlimactic because <laughs> everyone's like been expecting Finally. him to wear win for fucking four years. Yeah. So they'll be like, all right. I was reading about the stat, like how. How many years somebody's been in the premier class before they won a championship? You know, because usually, like, you get in and you win in the first couple of years. You know, you don't go like five, six years and yeah. then win. I think like Emig maybe did it, or you know, mm-hmm. something maybe like Bradshaw or something. Other than that, usually, you know, you get into the class and you get it done in the first like two or three years. So, I'm curious to see if Roxanne can get it done or. Tell Mac to get it done, or is you know a young guy like AC going to come in and you know Rookie make season. a run for the next two three years? You know, be right. the man. That'd be cool. That would be cool. If he was, I wish I I want him to be the man for like if he could, if someone could start like like oh shit it's like a McGrath like if but but not as easy as McGrath like like how rocks or how Webb had, Webb had to win last year, but if it was like that every year it was like oh fucking he's got to get fucking third or more like. Or he's gonna. He's in seventh. He comes back to pass his rocks in the last second and shit like that. Like to win the championship would be cool, rather than like uh, fucking he's wrap out it up front. in round twelve. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty cool that you know you get a seventh or a sixth or even an eighth, you know, and still be in championship contention. Like right now, top six or within thirteen points, you know. Pretty close, that's, right? That's pretty close, yeah. Like, or even like qualifying. I think the top wasn't it the top nine were in like the same second or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Insane. Like any awesome, of those dudes man. could pull out a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's seven, eight, nine. You know, Webb or uh, excuse me, Baggett was on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, if he didn't tuck oh, that yeah. front end, I thought he was yeah, going to pass Roxon, and and I Did thought he, he would have gap. Uh, he was coming. He was, he was, he was going for option. yeah the option, oh, and then right, lost in right. the in the the inside. Yeah, but his lap time. I think he was the only other guy that dipped into the fifty twos wow. the entire race, other than uh, Tomac. So yeah, he was on it right there. Are you going to wait? Is no no Glendale's this weekend, but next weekend you're going to Oakland. Yeah, I'll go to Oakland. Nice. 
You guys gonna go? Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Be, I want to hit a supercross for sure because it's fun to watch too. You see more on TV, but just the vibe in the pits and seeing them in person is nice too. You know, it's cool. I like Oka because they run it earlier. What do you mean? They run it out like the main event. I think starts or starts at like four or five, not oh. seven. Oh, why is that? I don't know. They've done it the last few years, yeah, though, right? I think you're right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I hope it's the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's done. wrap it up. Let's yeah. go. I could get home after that. <laughs> yeah. <you know? clears throat> I'd like to go to Salt Lake this year. I think that'd be sick. Oh yeah. yeah are you a fan of Salt Lake being the last round? I think no. it's pretty lame. I don't know. Like Vegas, <clears throat> is way cooler. You know. Yeah. I, I think it's like at least what well, we talked about with Lane, which the episode hasn't dropped because we'll drop this one first and then Lane will be next week. But um, it, it's he said that Vegas is a triple crown, so at least there's still like something cool about Vegas. But I mean, Vegas is like the OG finale right. spot. But um, like you win you, money, yeah. glitter. Light, I mean, I'd like lights. to go to Salt Lake this year because I've never been there for Supercross and it's the finale, so it'd be cool. And it's the same distance to Vegas, basically. Yeah. I think Vegas should be the, the finale. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I just hope it goes down to the end. I don't care where it's at as long as it goes down to the last round. That Web or the uh, Osborne Championship, you know, like Great. both of those championships were in the last round. Yeah, yeah. in Vegas, you know, that, that was, was that was year. the most exciting race to be at yeah. ever. weren't you there? Yeah, I was. Yeah, Dude, I wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't. You it were crazy? there, right? Yeah, wasn't yeah. It I crazy sat by you for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was crazy, dude. When when Osborne. Took out Savachi. The whole place stood up. It was just insane. I stood up, dude. And that was the only time I've ever got off the couch watching Supercross. When that <laughs> happened, I fucking stood up. That was wild. <laughs> I wonder how many people across the world stood up. Like, fuck. How many people, JP? I guess. I, I guess fucking. How many people do you think watched that, uh, that show? Maybe like 400,000. Yeah, somewhere around there. Huh? I don't know. That was, that was Maybe just a guess. Million? I have no idea. Well, you figure there's probably 50,000 at the event. I mean, on TV. I know, but I have no idea. I tell you, every person at that event was up. Yeah, unless they oh, were Mitch Payton. Right there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa <laughs> easy. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, a couple of exceptions. But else. Yeah. He, he might have been pretty bad. His dude was, you know. Oh, yeah. Getting smashed out. Yeah. Covered. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'll fucking fix, fix paralysis right there. That moment, yeah, he'll hover. Yeah, that that was a tough year for him last year too because AC lost it and Forkner got hurt, so that he had both of them. He had points leaders to the last round, right? I'm like, yeah. That. What about Forkner though? I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Forkner. He's, He's a kind little of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Get uh, a proactive sponsorship or something. Dude, I yeah, said dude. that. I think he's on some pit. Yesterday, that's funny. He needs to. He can make some money through them. Yeah, seriously. Get his face fixed up, too. Yeah. He's got bad acne. Poor, like, I never had an issue with acne like that, but the people I know, like, they can't really do much. It's just like, they they just always have that shit. You know? I just don't really like him, so. And he's, yeah, every time he falls, oh, ow, well, oh. Yeah, like when he went down yesterday. And then he Grab fucking his grabs his back. I'm like, if you're actually hurt, okay. I'm sure it did fucking hurt, but you're in the middle of a fucking race. And then, you know, two corners later, he's back to full speed. It's like, dude, just do you pick think up you, the fucking Do you think mic. with that much adrenaline, you're feeling a stinger like that? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. I don't think so. Right. You'd Maybe be like, I fuck, I got to go. You know, yeah. pop right back. Shit, like, I always look, fall in the woods. Like, look championship, how hard, you know, I got to yeah. go. Right. 
like when Craig and Brandis slammed down, you know, they're fucking they were up. right back up. Most people are, unless it's like Forkner. they're hurt. <laughs> yeah, or Forkner. Yeah. But yeah, that I don't think he'll be able to wrap it up now. I don't think so. I think he's too mental head case, you know? Yeah, he is a little. He's either like really confident and on until he like rides over his head a little bit or something. But he always falls in the whoops. Clutch time, you know. Yeah, true. It matters, you know. Mm-hmm. And pressure, he can't handle pressure too well. Osborne, remember when he would battle Osborne, he would like pressure him a lot. And he would make mistakes or like catch up to him quicker. Mm-hmm. Cooper, he was like, you know, or when he's getting past, like last night, he's like, what the fuck is just pressure? He just, it's you know. such a gnarly sport for like the mental side of shit. Like Adam and I were talking about that on the way back from Easter yesterday too. Like it's, it's gotta be impossible or nearly impossible to not compare yourself to other people while you're out there. Yeah. Because we're talking about how big of a difference, like the, the being confident can make, it's like everything. And then, you know, you have someone where, you're they're always comparing speeds to each other it's like so and so's faster whatever and then you know he goes blows by you in practice and then that just like ruins people they're like oh fuck what the fuck like i'm way faster than him i suck all this shit but that's what i respect about webb so much he gamer you know like he it doesn't and barsh is kind of the same way like they will fight like when they get past they're immediately trying to pass back like they're going right one hundred and ten. Where Tomac gets passed, all of a sudden he gets passed by like five more people. Yeah, he's yeah. going backwards. No, he's going backwards. He just his head just like popped off. You know, <laughs> it's like, dude, come on, right? Get together. I've I, never seen somebody so elite in their sport like the Tiger Woods of their sport. Basically, is what Tomac is, except yeah. he crumbles every time. Like when yeah. it's time to close, he, he's not a closer. But then he goes and wins a crazy amount of races. You know, it's nuts. So you could be that fast, yeah, and that yeah. good, and then just not get it done year right. after year after year. You know, like yeah. you never picture fucking like if you picture Webb, you're like, oh, red plate, like on the. But you picture Tom number three with the red. You're like, I've only seen that like twice. You know, that's For true. One He's always race. battling back. Yeah, from the start of the season, always white background. He's close right now, though. He's a few points back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. we'll see what he he's does right next there. week. Yeah, he's right there. Is triple crown next week? Mm-hmm. I think Webb or Brayton or something's going to do good there. Yeah, Brayton yeah. always does good yeah. in those. Dude, um, how about him? Tomac fucking 35 years old. Factory Honda. Doing good, too. That is crazy. That's sick. Still in it. He's in his prime still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he said in that. Was it on the broadcast or something we were watching? But he Did said, he tells it oh, yeah, He's like, I'm the best I've ever been. That's sick. At 35. I wish we could say that about Reed going out on top, you know. I know, yeah. Maybe he'll have, like, a Kobe moment at the end and, like, give us something. He had a couple last season where he he was on it. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching. Did he get a podium last year? Uh, Close? Maybe close. Like, a triple car, I think he was closer. Maybe not. Maybe one of the races he was close, I think. I was watching a fucking race from 11, him and Stewart battling, and it was – I was like, damn, he's fucking – I mean, it's a long time ago now, but yeah. he's way worse than he was. I wonder if, like, because Adam, you know, he he hasn't raced in a long time, but his speed is probably pretty similar to when he was in his prime. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, just everyone's gotten faster and Reed is still, like, similar to his speed. Uh, he used to be faster. You think so? Yeah, I would say he used to be faster. Probably is, I bet. I mean, the entire field is 
up a little now, bit, yeah. but more guys too. Right. Take take reading his prime. He, He's a he top. whoops all y'all. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He is for sure. Like I don't know if I could say that about Roxanne. I don't know if I could, you know, right. they're good. Really good. Yeah, if Roxon are they like, a Carmichael? No, are they? Uh, yeah, even a Dungy or a Villapoto? I don't think so. Like they got to win more. Yeah, if Roxon won like the next two or three titles in a row, then he, yeah, he would be there. Yeah, with a great. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Stewart, Carmichael, and Reed are all considered like the greats, but they all like swapped championships too. Yeah, it wasn't all like racing they, together. Yeah, That's it was. Sick. It was crazy. Imagine that. That's like. Crazy, dude. It's never happened again. Right. Or like no never one will know. be like McGrath again, you know? It's crushing everything. Crush. Sports changed. Yeah. So many guys. Technology. They, yeah, and I think the technology I think all the bikes are good. Mm-hmm. It's not like one bike that come, you know. Rest, you know, they're all good. Right. Everybody's training, doing the same thing. Everybody's amateurs all the way. Same stuff. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Soon you're going to have someone who you're like, oh, I watched that kid race on my track and now he's on TV, you know? Yeah, that's the goal. Provide a place where you kids see, can actually train for shit. You see, yeah. uh, Martin Davalos wants to be Drew. So bad. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he actually moved up. Yeah. As far as he didn't just retire. He was the fastest qualifier yesterday. Oh, was he really? Session, yeah. yeah. The only the guy fuck? that's dethroned Adam and Cole. Adam got it on the second session, but yeah. on the fir- but you're right. Like normally he any session would be Adam. Yeah. It's wild. So wild. Dude, Christian Craig's the next Avalos. I wonder if he said it get any dudes though. Anyway. Oh, definitely oh, about that. I yeah. he said dudes. No, he <laughs> might be getting dudes. dudes maybe yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, he's funny. He's like Monster Tether. It's like a weird combo. Monster KTM. It's a weird combo. That's crazy. All right, you guys want to wrap this shit up? Let's wrap it up. Yeah. All right. So where can um, say again? Practice this weekend, nine to two. Nine to two uh, at uh, early ninety five a. We're gonna open the gates at seven. $35 for rider, $10 for spectator. Brand new track. Brand new track. You know, we want to get feedback. You know, this is the first time, uh, of, you know, first of many to come. I'm hopeful that the community comes together and can do something awesome. Mm-hmm. Provide a good place for everybody to ride. Heck yeah, bring your dog. Make sure he's on a leash. <laughs> if there's one thing you remember from this show just remember that dog better be on a fucking right. leash and it's cash is it cash only yeah it's cash only this weekend yep we are getting internet though so oh we, cool yeah we plan on doing credit cards here soon and we weren't planning to open till March that's still like 
I would say our grand opening, you mm-hmm. know, but I wanted to get riders on this track, you know, I want yeah. to get feedback. I want to make the changes early in the season. That way, you know, when racing season comes around, it's ready to go, you know. All right. And you got like a full pit area and stuff. Yep. Nice. Yep. Working on hookups, you know. Time, you know. No way. Like for a trailer? Yeah. Whoa. That's sick. That's huge. People are going to love that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, wives and girlfriends are gonna love that. Yeah, my dad would be like, "Oh, that's sick, dude. We definitely gotta get a hookup." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So, um, we'll see you guys all this fucking weekend. You better be there. And when you pay thirty five bucks, tell them to go to bed. You heard Sam on the Go to Bed show. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. for coming again. Yeah, that's been it's been uh, sick, dude. I'm so stoked for a new track. It's when's the last time a new track opened here? Twenty eight. Like when did that? Had to be twenty eight. It was. I think that was in like 11 or 12 when it opened. Years, dude. Yeah, let's get it. Let's go, yeah. Um, Make sure to leave a five-star rating. Fucking tell tell us what kind of fucking dirt bike you got. (laughs) I don't know, no. Have you already already asked that one yet? (laughs) Yes, I haven't, no. Uh (laughs) But leave a rating and a review and head to our website, go to bedpodcast.com. Shout out to our sponsor, Harmonious CBD. Use code go to bed for um, free delivery, pretty much. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> 10% off. Gotcha. But they will deliver if you enter the code for sure. They will. You should see your face you go, what? What? <laughs> but yeah, hit the website, buy a shirt, buy a pillow, get a blanket. How do you how do you put up with this guy? How do you, you do just, it? You learn to love him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Lovable, that's for sure. <laughs> Gotta love them. Always, uh, always, you know, a good time. I'm never like throwing shit across the room or whatever, you know. But I would if a motherfucker didn't. If you don't go to the fucking practice, dude, I'm not paying rent, Alex. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'll see you guys there, dude. Watch out for the 420 machine. And what's your number? Tell them. 696. Watch out, dude. Are you riding or are you going to just be out there? I'll be working. You'll be working? All right. Well, maybe over the finish line, I slap Sam a high five or something. I'll be I'll be watching out for your ass. <laughs> yeah, when you need to watch out for the four twenty machines because it's fucking watch off out. track. Yeah. Uh, I'm just squarely in the air, not on the ground. You'd be jetsed, you know. I wish. Wheelie, little nose wheelie. Yeah, oh, forty shit. feet. Yeah, up the yeah. dragon's back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah steer clear of that, dude. Just go you around. See me next to Drew. I'm like getting ready with the kids. I'm like, I'm just, I'll be with the kids on this practice. You know, <laughs> you get you a fake birth certificate and get out there, dude. <laughs> You're well, only I twelve. Show them a, just show him your jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just write a two in front of the, you know, the zero. Yeah. 2023 <laughs> champion. Yeah, He's the future champion. Dude, I wrapped that title up at Fernley too. So, and Adam said it, the next podcast uh, series, if I go for the 250 beginner ch- championship, he'll pay for my entry. So, uh, if you have the Fernley track on the next circuit or series, yeah, I mean, if, if you if you win it every race you win, I'll match it. So I'll, you'll get paid. If I win, yeah, exactly. you'll match my entry. Damn, yeah, dude. I'll match your entry. Hell yeah. Every race you It's win. on, dude. Yeah. 250 beginner title. Watch out, dude. I'm coming with the Alpine Stars fucking carbon fiber knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking supermoto. Yeah. Out there on the line with those, dude. Let's go. Yeah. And your Thor Force knee guards, too. Hey, they probably, he'll probably wear a neck brace. 
Yeah, a donut. he does. He, no, he no. wears the Alpine Star one. Oh, yeah, God. just get a donut. The EVS <laughs> one where you strap it in the front. <laughs> it's just like, just a little like, go-kart stuck. brace. It's like, is that guy supposed to be in the airport or what is he? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's office. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you at the fucking track. Sleepy. Get a pillow. Get a blanket. Good night. Good night. I love it. <laughs> cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check.